Welcome to The Mental Notes Show, the show for ambitious moms ready to break the cycle of anxiety for themselves and their families. I've been in your shoes. I know the weight of holding it all together for a family when you're barely holding it together for yourself. And sometimes it can feel lonely and overwhelming. I'm your host, Deanna Pacina. I'm a certified parenting coach, behavioral consultant, counselor in training, and wife and mom. I know what it's like to feel alone in parenting an anxious child. I thought I could do it all on my own, but it was learning how to manage my anxiety and connect with a community that made all the difference in how I show up for myself and my family. This podcast is your sanctuary, a place where we get real about the struggles and triumphs of parenting anxious kids while managing our own personal growth. We'll dive deep into communication hacks, identifying those sneaky triggers, and creating a home that's more peace and less chaos. So grab your favorite cup of something warm and let's go. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Mental Notes Show. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm so glad that you're here today. Today, I'm going to do something a little different. Normally, I have a really planned out episode with an outline and notes and all of those things. And today, I really just kind of wanted to talk to you from the heart over something that's been on my mind the past couple of days. This idea of story has been coming up over and over again in different ways for me this week. And it got me thinking about the stories that we can tell ourselves and how many times the stories that we tell ourselves aren't true. When I think about a lot of the challenges that our family has been through in the past couple of years, at some point I realized that I was telling myself a story about the situation that wasn't true. So I decided to change the narrative and go back to school for counseling because I became determined that my mess will become my message. And by transforming this narrative and recognizing the strength and vulnerability, I'm taking ownership of my story. So many times when there's something going on with our children as moms, we look to ourselves and we ask ourselves, what could I have done differently? Where did I go wrong? Or we don't want to talk about it because we're embarrassed or we're afraid of what people are going to say. Or you know that one mom who's always talking about other people to you is probably going to talk about you to other people. So we guard ourselves because we don't want to get hurt. And we also guard ourselves because we don't want to violate our children's privacy to the things that they're going through. So it's a really challenging tightrope to walk. I was listening to something today on my walk, and it's from Donald Miller. He is the author of the book called Story Brand, and he's a business coach that I have followed for years, but he started out as a writer. And one of the things that really interests me about him is he's really dug into the idea of the hero's journey. And this is something that has interested me since, since I was in graduate school. I first learned about the hero's journey by reading the book called The Power of Myth by Joseph Campbell, or it was either that or The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Not 100% sure on the name, but I do know it was by Joseph Campbell. And I became really fascinated by this pattern that we see in stories that happen over and over again of separation, initiation, and return. It's like we're going along in our life and everything is fine and then something happens and we have this road of trials that we have to go on and we meet a guide along the way and we conquer our fears and we come back and save the kingdom. This pattern, you've seen it over and over and over again in movies, The Lion King, Star Wars, The Truman Show. 
you name it, Toy Story even, these this pattern is used over and over again because it works. But one of the things about the hero's journey is that in order for there to be a good story, there has to be four key characters. We have the victim, the villain, the hero, and the guide. And I want to relate these roles to parenting so we can shed a little bit of light on how we might be able to navigate this journey that we're on with our children. So let's start with the victim. The victim mindset in parenting is, you know, that person that you know that's always an energy drain. They're like an energy vampire. They never have anything positive to say. Anytime the phone rings, you know that there's going to be something wrong with them on the other end of it. But, you know, you're always, the the victim is always feeling overwhelmed and defeated and nothing is going right and always looking at the negative of a situation. The villain, on the other hand, is where we blame things on things outside of us, like external pressures or societal expectations or our own securities. And when we let things from the outside make us feel like we're less than or we can't, you know, we'll never win because of this, you know, X, Y, and Z, that's that's taking our power away from us. So when we're in the victim and villain mindsets, we're taking the power away from ourselves. When we recognize what those villains are, that can actually empower us. The next is the hero. And so in the hero, in your story, you're the hero of your story. And this is where it gets tricky. You're not the hero in your child's story. They're the hero of their own story. And as kids get older, I think it's really hard to transition from being this larger-than-life part of their lives. And then slowly, 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 we, you know, we're kind of edged out of things and they become who they are. They become who they're meant to be. And we are no longer having that big role in their lives. We transition into being more of a guide. But I want to focus on you for a minute. You're the hero of your story. How are you overcoming adversities? How are you learning from your experiences? How are you taking care of yourself? How are you focusing on what you want? And I get it. When when the shit hits the fan, it's hard to take care of yourself. When you have a child with anxiety and you never know when they text you if it's going to be a real emergency or an emergency to them, it can really just suck you dry of all of your energy. And it's something I have to be really, really aware of because my energy can get drained very easily. So I have to really stop and remind myself to calm down and to recenter and to breathe or go for a walk. So I can regulate my nervous system when I'm feeling that way in response to something from the outside. So it's really important when you think about being a parent that the first thing is, is that you are the hero in your story. You're not the victim. Nobody's doing this to you. And you're not the villain. And you don't want to be the villain for your child, for sure, by being an outside force that just causes hate and discontent with them. What you want to do for your child is you want to move into the role of being their guide. And when you're a guide, you know, I want you to think about when when they're little kids, right? When they're little little toddlers and we're walking with them down the street, we hold their hands and we make sure that they, you know, we say things like step up or watch out for the step. And we we guide them along the way by holding their hands. Well, becoming a guide to them when they're in their teens is very similar because they still need us. They don't necessarily want us there. But they need us there to walk beside them, to be a mentor and a supporter and a coach. 
So that parenting dynamic really changes as they start to get older. My boys are going to be 18 in November, and the reality of that is really hard to wrap my mind around, but like they're going to be adults technically. So that relationship has to shift and it has to change because at some point they're going to go out on their own and they're going to have to learn their own lessons and they're going to have to walk their own path. And as a parent, we need to be able to guide them through that process. In my studies recently, I've come across a word that really stuck out to me, and it's parakaleo. And it's a Greek word, and it essentially means to come beside, to walk beside someone. And in a counseling sense, it's a reminder that when I move into that profession, that it's, it's not my job to fix people. It's my job to walk beside them and to sit with them and be on that journey with them and help them figure out what it is that they need to do from themselves. And the way that we do that with our children is we come from a place of empathy. We make sure that we communicate with them and we make sure that we set the example for them of what it means to be the hero of your own story. Because if they see you always putting them first or trying to do things for them, we're, we're taking away their ability to step out on their own and handle those difficult challenges when they come up because they will. You know they will. I know they will. That's life. We're, we all are going to experience those types of things. And so I really want you to just reflect today on where are you in your story? Which, which role are you in? And let's be honest, at some point in our lives, we've all been the victim. We've all been the villain and we've all blamed the villain. And we point to things outside of us as to why we haven't done something that we want to do. But I want you to think about how you can really step into your role as the hero of your story. So then you can guide your child and walk beside them as they navigate their own. I hope this was helpful. It's just something that was really on my heart today and I wanted to get it out and share it with you. If you have been listening to the show and you have enjoyed it, would you please take a moment and leave a five-star review for me or a review in general because that's what will help get the show out in front of other people. I want to say again, thank you for being here today. I, I love learning with you and I'll be here next week. And until then, I just want you to remember you're not failing, you're learning and so is your child.